Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. We got a lot of fun things going on around the world in energy today. And today is August 9th. So thank you for stopping by the podcast today. We'd like to give everybody a shout out that's been giving us fantastic feedback. I also want to give a shout out to Ronald Stein. Uh, he just stopped by the podcast and we had a great interview. He wrote the book, Clean Energy Exploitations. Uh, hang tight. It's going to be a great one coming around the corner. So with that, we've got EV firm uh, Proterra files chapter 11 in bankruptcy. Got some interesting stories on that one. We've got Egypt natural gas production declines power cuts bite. I'll tell you, then we're going to be flipping around to Indonesia. Indonesia's cold burning hits a record high and green nickel is largely why. Boy, it almost rhymes. I wonder who thought that one up. Wind industry in crisis as problems mount. This one's kind of interesting. And we're seeing that people are getting kind of tired of losing money and high prices in energy. And so that's going to be a, a big deal. France is Europe's top power exporter as Germany turns to importer. There's some things in this article that are just pretty crazy. Just as we get started, all of these stories are on energynewsbeat.com. Uh, we have a team of people that keep this thing uh, rolling and let us know if you have any feedback. If you're an energy expert and want to be on the podcast, we'd love to have you. So, EV firm uh, Proterra files for Chapter 11 for bankruptcy protection. This is coming at a time when uh, I just visit with Ronald Stein about how many EVs are on the parking lots and they're just not selling very well. Proterra is a, a company making EV parts. Proterra, who shares nearly halved in value after the bell listed its assets and liabilities in the range of $500 million to a billion. The company had a market value of $362 million at last close. In January 2021, Proterra was valued at $1.6 billion. Uh, we have faced, uh, this is from the CEO, Gareth Joyce, says, we have faced various market microeconomic headwinds that have placed our ability to sufficiently scale. So they really had some serious problems with the supply chain and then the ups and downs of trying to figure out who their clients were going to be and the changing of the technologies. Here's the one that kind of got me all worked up on this is that I'm trying to get more information around Secretary Granholm sold her shares in this stock. Did she know they were about to file? That's a good one. I doubt it'll ever get uh, investigated. Just thought I'd ask for some friends. Uh, maybe we all go to Congress and become stockbrokers. 
Just a thought. Okay, next one coming around the corner is Egypt's natural gas production declines and power cuts bite. This one's kind of uh, frustrating for folks. Uh, Egypt's natural gas production fell to a three-year low in the first five months of 2023. Figures from the Joint Organization's Data Initiative raising questions about the country's efforts to position itself as a regional energy hub. Gas production between January and May declined by 9% and 12% compared to 2021. So where this is, Alumide IJ says the decline in production from the field is having notable impact on gas output and the field accounts for approximately 40% of the country's total gas production, LNG analyst at LSEG. Both ENI and the Egyptian government are uh, commenting on this. It's really pretty frustrating from the standpoint that the natural gas did not have enough money invested to keep the decline curves going. So rolling blackouts this summer have raised questions about gas supply, which accounted for 77% of Egypt's power generation. This is crazy. You have to invest in energy in order to continue low cost energy. I've got the other story coming up here is uh, about France, and we're going to talk about that in just a sec. So, well, let's go ahead and cut to it. France is Europe's top power exporter as Germany turns importer. Uh, There were some numbers in here that I didn't quite agree with when you consider uh, Norway and Sweden, whether or not Sweden and how they were calculating it as electricity or pure energy is in the form of natural gas or others. So there's some question on that. France's total net exports amounted to 17.6 terawatt hours, with most of the power flowing to the Great Britain and Italy, according to uh, Ian Apsis, uh, that laid out imports and exports. French nuclear output is a cornerstone of the whole Europe. It's the shining star of the nuclear market in Europe, but it's only at 50% of its capacity or less because over the last uh, 20 years, they have not put money back into their nuclear fleet. I believe they have about 54 uh, nuclear reactors and 25% of them are running. So those 25% are not going to be able to sustain this amount of output for very long. Their pipes are rusted and you've got to be able to uh, maintain a nuclear fleet. Last line in this article is pretty funny. Germany's closure of its nuclear power plants was the reason its energy balance flipped to imports, the report found. So Germany has been the poster child of renewables. They just closed down the last of their, I believe it was 20 nuclear plants in their fleet. And now they're importing uh, energy from France out of their nuclear fleet. This is energy hypocrisy at its finest, and you just have to get a chuckle out of it. So Germany thinks that they're using renewable They're not. They're using nuclear out of France and France cannot keep this up for very long. So let's go ahead and go to the next one. We're flying around the corner to Indonesia's coal burning hits record high 
and nickel green nickel is largely why Indonesia burned 33% more coal in 2022 than the year before, contributing 20% increase in the carbon, country's carbon emissions. Um, they are trying to rebuild their economy by boosting energy. And it's the same thing that Germany is having is their economy is faltering because manufacturing is not capable of keeping up. So the data shows the country coal consumption made to be the highest by a very large margin. It is also looking with increases in oil is up 12% and gas 1.2%. It is uh, amazing that they're having to resort to coal. None of the world's top 10 largest emitters have seen growth in 20% in the last 15 years. Coal is king again, as Michael would say. So when we take a look at it, you cannot go to uh renewables without a plan we can't get to carbon net zero without a plan you cannot cut out renewable or fossil fuels to just turn 100 percent to renewable energy tomorrow we need nuclear we need solar we need wind but we got to do it in a responsible way using coal nuclear uh, nuclear uh, natural gas and oil. Natural gas is by far the cheapest and least impactful on the environment. Do you have any other information that you would like to discuss on the podcast? I want to talk to you. I want to know what you're thinking. Wind industry, industry in crisis as problems mount. Last year, uh, Siemens lost billions. They've lost uh, so much money. The wind business viewed by governments is key to mating climate targets and boosting electricity supplies. I made a call out earlier last week uh, to get information on the wind industry. I got to hand it out to Meredith Angwin and her husband, George. He sent me some fantastic data. I'm looking forward to visiting with him about that. And there are other data points showing that the fiscal responsibility or capability of wind farms is only eight years. I'm having, I'm asking for help. Please tell me that's not true. So as we go through this, in recent weeks, at least 10 offshore projects totaling $33 billion planned and spending have been delayed or otherwise hit the doldrums across the U.S., and Europe. It's because of regulations and it's costing uh, a, a lot more on the parts and pieces, very much like we talked about in that auto uh, maker that has been shutting down, auto parts maker. At the moment, we are seeing the industry's first crisis, chief executor of uh, Equinor, EQNR dash is 18% decrease down in a downward triangle. The Norwegian uh, energy major and BP had a 20% de uh, decrease. You cannot keep up with wind energy in a sustainable format if you can't make money. So another three projects in the North Sea totaling 19 billion planned and spending are potentially delayed or revising terms, said Peter Lloyd Williams, a senior analyst at Westwood Global uh, Energy Group. We need to know what you think. In my opinion, wind is not ready there. 
Do we need it? Yes. But we've got to do the move to carbon net zero responsibly and within the uh, delivering the lowest cost kilowatt per hour. Thank you all very much. Please let us know your thoughts and comments. Subscribe, like, and tomorrow Michael will be back with us. I know he was goofing off today. So thanks, and I appreciate your time. Talk to you soon.